0: All of my poses, the you are now listening to the Floataku podcast, where we talk anime culture, lifestyle, arts and music. I am your host, recording artist, songwriter, enthusiast of all things otaku, Twizzy Ramos. Yo, what's good Flowtaku gang? Man, I got a, I got a special debate for you guys today, and I didn't think I would be able to bring this up on the show, but basically, you guys know Drake, Kanye, man, they both dropped the same an album. The same week, and I just been contemplating. So I got someone perfect on the show. You wouldn't believe it, but also a legendary content creator, the creator of Shonen Showdown. But before I introduce him to you, they call me the otaku rapper, scene daddy, recording artist, media personality, Twizzy Ramos. Check out my music on all streaming platforms. I just dropped a new EP. I haven't been promoting that. It's the Rebirth Death Note EP, season two. We got Rem, you know, near Mellow and all there. But you know, we've been pushing the podcast so much that I forgot to push that to you guys. But check it out also check out all the links in the description because they got my man uh all his links too on his youtube and stuff like that so definitely check him out but without further ado let me introduce him to you please welcome rob from shonen showdown what's good man What's going on, Twizzy? Thank you so much for having me, man. I'm oh, excited. Dude, I'm so excited. One, because ever since I got Anime Sunday, shout out to Anime Sundays. Ever since I got him on the podcast, I've just been checking your guys' stuff out. And it it's just like, it's inspiring, you know? So that, that that that's definitely one. And then two, the fact that you that, you know, you you were down for this topic. And this was selfishly something I just wanted to bring up. It's not even anime related of <laughs> <laughs> Donda versus CLB certified lover boy. Woo! Yeah. There we go. There we go. Yeah, yeah. No yeah. Sorry. It was it was kind of a <laughs> shot in the dark where like like, okay, I didn't come up with a topic, and then they just threw it at you, I'm like, bang, you knew it, you knew it. Yeah. You knew it so right. I, was down I love
1: music too, you know, so I'm definitely down.
0: And it goes hand in hand, man, and that's, I think that's, like, the mission for me too, is just kind of, like, showing people, you know, when I perform at cons, a lot of my programs, a lot of my, uh, yeah, like, my my, yeah, my programs are, like, Yo, hip-hop and anime so it's like showing them like yo there's there's a lot of similarities there's a lot of crossovers between like just music and anime itself and it's not always just j-rock as much as i
1: love j-rock
0: so it's kind of cool to kind of do these kind of intertwining episodes eh?
1: right absolutely man absolutely like this is gonna be a good one because uh after like the second or third listen mm-hmm. it definitely got a lot closer for me mm-hmm. than it was before so
0: <laughs> oh man yeah so we, we thought
1: about it like we're gonna we're
0: gonna kind of compare the two but we're kind of do it like shonen style like you know like we're fighting um i don't know like any anime character or any verse so we're gonna compare it like that and see how our format is but before we get into those albums i wanted to int- talk to you about more about like content creating as uh like us. what you do man and shonen showdown your youtube channel I've been watching you guys uh a lot and like i was just saying pre-interview like shonen has been a big thing for me growing up you know what i mean like you know high school college days but there came to some point where i didn't watch so many because i feel like i just seen too much Mm -hmm. that i started i (laughs) knew. I started just watching different genres started getting into like more horror more suspense more thriller just like more obscure anime and then it's starting this podcast when i'm talking to people like watching yourself and anime sundays i'm like i'm kind of slowly starting to see the beauty of it of how you guys are so attentive to what you watch and just creatively come up with a debate. I think that's what was missing for me to why shonen kind of like um, kind of faded away for me. It's like I didn't have a community like that where we got to make sure we're up on our like anime and then we get to discuss it and stuff. So I think that's really beautiful. How did you kind of come up with a community of like friends and just like a follower of people that debate shonen in general?
1: Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, yeah. Let me tell you, Twizy. Uh, yeah. I come from the basketball world, right? I grew up oh, playing yeah. basketball. I love yeah. basketball. I still play to this day. And oh, man, um, yeah. I also grew up watching a lot of anime. And one of my favorite things to do when I was playing ball was I would obviously, you know, watch the NBA, play NBA 2K, all types of things. So but I would just... always watch ESPN. I would always tap into, you know, first take. I would always watch Stephen A. Smith and Skip mm, Bayless yeah. in the morning. and and. and that was something that kind of sparked my interest to kind of bring that type of energy to the anime mm. world because I mm. haven't seen it before, um, and I thought it would be really cool to have that. So that's where my idea for Show and Showdown came. Oh. and from then it was trying to it was trying to bring, you know, I, I actually never told anybody this, but yeah. it, the name Show oh, and Showdown was originally supposed to be anime first take that's what anime it was originally mm, and then it got too. changed up because it was inspired from first take yeah and then um from there that's why you see the suits you see the professionalism you see things like i that was gonna ask of that i'm like
0: where's the <laughs> swag come from y'all look <laughs> right. like
1: just like straight journalist reporters when you do this you know and, what i mean and now that, that was <laughs> and that's where, where that's where the idea came from actually um because there's there's two sides to it right it's also that having uh it being inspired from first take Mm-hmm. But it's also the side of like a lot of anime people, a lot of anime fans were made fun of for watching anime growing up. You mm-hmm. know, I know Absolutely. I was in Absolutely, yeah. We were, were in that, that era camp. then where we were like, it wasn't that easy yet, eh? e- Exactly. <laughs> now it's way easier to say mm-hmm. you, like, you like anime, mm-hmm. but I wanted to make a space that was more comfortable for people that are diehard, hardcore anime fans and for the mm-hmm. people that are more casual or don't even know what anime is mm-hmm. and try to bridge those two worlds. Mm-hmm. And I think that through the creation of Shonen Showdown, I can try to kind of bridge that gap Mm -hmm. um and that that's kind of where you know this style came from and i love it i love it you know obviously people love debating shows they love debating Mm -hmm. the shonen shows uh, specifically because there's a lot of battles there's fighting there's powers and stuff so Mm -hmm. i mean i'm having fun (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you you guys look like you're
0: having fun each video, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you respond to the community, too, like right. a,
1: a, after each video.
0: I, and I can see that. Like, you, I, I was going to ask you about the suits because I was like, that's a different swag from any other like YouTube content creator that I see. Because like, you know, you're not wearing like just straight up anime clothes and stuff like that. That's cool, too. But it's a different take. And I was like, OK, I see it then it's kind of like Stephen A. Smith versus Max Kellerman at all times. You know what I mean? You, go, you know how they're going, oh, man, now that I come up with it. OK, I know I'm not in the U.S. state to do like one of those videos, but I am definitely down to do like a Zoom half and half Max Kellerman, Stephen A. <laughs> yeah. with you. And would you it's... be the more
1: Max? You're, you're more to Stephen A. Smith, though, right?
0: Would <laughs> <laughs> you say you're more man, to Stephen I, A.
1: Smith? I, uh, uh, depends. Uh, <laughs> I mean, when I was first starting out, like, yeah. I can't say that like my my style of debate was more inspired from that, but then yeah. it changed yeah. Um, because I've seen like how like the, I've also gotten more comfortable just speaking in general, having like a more comfortable on-camera presence. Yeah. I've also seen like how people have reacted to like in the comments and like, mm. you know, what points they're looking for and what points that I want to address. And the thing is, is that we all watch anime, but we all view it in different ways. There's Mm -hmm. different things that mean, you know, somebody can watch one fight and take away, oh, this character is the strongest thing I've ever, this is the strongest character I've ever seen. And if someone can watch that and then look and say, well, you know, he's not that strong because Mm -hmm. X, Y, and Z, or she's not that strong because X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. And it's really interesting to see how people, like different people's perspectives. Mm -hmm. So um, that's what kind of changed later on for me. I was able to like see from other people's point of views and try to bring that into my points as well. Especially when you have different guests and like debating and you got to like honor their side and like, you know,
0: meet in the middle almost sometimes. But Right, you and that's how it. I met
1: Anime Sundays too. Actually, you know, yeah, um, yeah, uh, he... yeah.
0: And, and I was like, I was gonna, I was gonna do like a little Stephen A. Smith kind of like reference and be like, "I get you, Rob, but you're wrong." Here's the thing. <laughs> like, you know how he always beats that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Stephen a. but yeah, I, I feel you. I watch a lot of basketball too. Um, I just got two K twenty two yesterday. That's been fun. There like, you go. Trying there to start a career mode, but um, I, I, I could see the discussion because then it becomes like. Comparing, I guess, uh oh, the era comparisons, LeBron versus Michael Jordan, uh the Kobe mm-hmm. and then what if uh Larry Bird played in this era? I can right. kinda see that with like anime now say so, you yeah. know what I mean, if you kinda tie in the universes and the eras, right?
1: Exactly. <laughs> it's there, it's there, it's all there. Um there's a ton of different shonen shows out right now mm-hmm. so you could always do like like we were speaking like we were saying uh before the interview there's mm-hmm. drafts you can do um different build your teams i try to introduce uh like new styles of debates as I well saw the
0: gauntlet that was a the cool gaunt- idea
1: too the, the gauntlet the gauntlet idea i actually found from uh from TikTok actually that oh, was really, something right? that, yeah so that was something that was people people were like posting different gauntlet videos on TikTok, right. um and i was like well i've never really seeing people like really go in because TikTok, you only have a certain amount of time to really say to th- your One point. minute, yeah. Right, right, exactly. So that's what I figured. All right, let me start bringing these to YouTube and let me actually dissect them a little bit further. Mm-hmm. And uh, people actually like that. So... There's a whole bunch of different styles where you can do and and uh, cover anime, and that's what makes it fun, you know? Yeah, and you just make it bigger. So you see like a an idea like that on TikTok. I was like, oh, let
0: but let me go in on it and just right. like make a 20 minute video of like how how it really is. So I mean, that's really dope, man. Cause like honestly, like I've been in a lot of. uh can he beat Goku conversations at cons and stuff like that. And there's just some conversation that gets so cringy to me that I try to avoid some of those right. conversations, but the way you guys put it, it was just like well researched, just like well thought out and ever since i watched your guys show um like any debate with like mr anime sundays every time i'm watching i'm trying to catch up on my hero academia right now and one piece i'm on wano arc but i'm not like um to the to the to the caught up yet i think i'm like 40 30 episodes behind okay i just found myself being more attentive of like everything else that's actually going on like (laughs) powers that's being like um being introduced and everything like that so Man, I got to find myself some buddies that really go in like this with, like, the research and create content like that. Because I think that also, like, sparks like the enjoyment of Shonen. Would you say creating Shonen Showdown has increased your enjoyment for Shonen? Or what do you think?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Because, believe it or not, the same thing happened to me. Because Mm. creating Shonen Showdown forced me to actually be more attentive. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, And through that, I was able to, you know... Now that I'm, I'm not just watching the show and just you know looking at my phone and doing whatever. Sometimes yeah. if I'm not super interested. Like now I'm actually tapped taking in, taking notes and, and taking notes of sometimes yeah. <laughs> and, and seeing different things. And as I'm watching and I'm seeing it, I'm starting to notice that there's details that I've missed mm-hmm. from watching Shonen previously. Because mm-hmm. you know, growing up, especially you know when you're watching Shonen, you're watching the cool fights, a little mm-hmm. bit of the story, and then you go away and you're done. But now it's like you actually have to pay attention to what. The manga cos trying to portray through his or her, his or her work, and um and that's helped me do it. So,
0: yeah, it's, definitely. It's awesome. and now, now when you got when you have your guest over to kind of debate on a topic, how much preparation goes into it? Tell me what the 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 yeah the preparation the 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 BTS workouts before actually getting into it. Do you guys talk about your ideas beforehand, like you're gonna you're nope. gonna argue this, or it's a complete surprise
1: on take? Like you you hear the person's on take right on camera so so um what i what i normally tell them to do is i say you know gather your information gather your notes and when we record we don't say we don't tell each other anything we record and it's absolutely live so Mm -hmm. sometimes we'll agree sometimes we'll disagree Mm -hmm. um but if we agree we you know we try to find parts where we disagree to you know make it more interesting that way um but I make sure that like because I, I I really value like the authenticity of like the debates, you know, so I can, like I, I can
0: tell by the reaction. There's a lot of authenticity right. on like your
1: guys reaction when you're surprised, you're caught off guard by the other person's comments. So I see. Uh, that. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Because that's what makes it more fun. It's like mm-hmm. if you truly think that way, like it's easier. I, it's easier for me to actually like pick your brain and find out yeah. what you're looking for versus like me just saying, all right, you know, just disagree with me because because of the <laughs> video, you know, yeah, and then it's exactly. like, all right, whatever. <laughs> and,
0: and, and for this one um, I tried to go with the same approach so anybody listening you know Flo Taco Gang if you're hearing this we didn't prep too too much of the CLB versus Donda because I right, thought that exactly. was your approach too because when I was watching your video I'm like wow this looks like authentic reactions like when you're authentically like you're really surprised about what the other person picked out or what so right. we didn't go dive into too much about the albums before going into this and so that's why it's gonna be fun for me like I have no <laughs> idea what your thoughts are you have no idea what I'm about to bring so it could be a heated debate or we could be you know could be different, but right. uh, yeah, I I really like the flow of like just kind of your debate, your content. And um, yeah, dude, like how do you mostly come up with these ideas, mostly just like small ideas and you kind of just kind of blow them up into like a bigger topic. And um, yeah, how do you deal with like, I guess, I don't know with this backlash, but people like completely disagreeing with you. Because mm. for my small time, I think I've only like started Plotaku Show, the account, two, three weeks ago. um, I've been putting up TikToks and stuff like that. One of the things I'm noticing is like, I'm trying to have fun, make make fun content about anime, but then there are those ones that are just elitist to the core will comment like, did you watch carefully episode 97 when she said that she was not qualified? And I'm just like, bro, that's not the point I'm trying to make, we're just trying to make (laughs) it fun. (laughs) So like, how do you like, breathe and not you know
1: <laughs> right right or do you attend to all of it like as much as you can oh <laughs> uh, um well what's interesting about that is that because Show and showdown is a debate channel like yeah it's kind of it's kind of the point for That's what totally i'm looking right, for right, so right, yeah. you know like a lot of people will tell me you know you're wrong or mm-hmm. they'll disagree on certain parts and they'll agree on some other parts mm-hmm. and um and what makes it fun is we're able to you know at least pick our you know pick each other's brains and try to figure out like why do you think this way why does this person think this way and it makes it more mm. fun you know it builds like a more interesting conversation um but i will say that like there are those that do take it too far mm-hmm. but um even so like it's, it's the internet you know what i'm saying like at mm-hmm. the end of the day like that's oh that's gonna happen yeah um, exactly. so i just i just keep moving i just keep moving and having fun uh but i want people to have that freedom like mm-hmm. if you want to say you know screw you, I'm never watching your channel again or something like that. Like, then do comment that's on your, the next channel and the next right, right. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, that's your right to do whatever, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, that's awesome that, you know, go, go have fun. Like, I'm chilling. You mm-hmm. know, I'm going to keep doing what I do and, you know, they do what they do. And But if you disagree on something, like, obviously, like, I'm open for debate. Oh, hey, that's the beauty of it too, because it racks up the comments, it racks up
0: the uh, you know the algorithm, and it pushes the video even more to more people. So let them exactly, 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 (laughs) Exactly, man. And um, yeah, it's it's really cool how you create like a community like that. Now, have you ever done this at like cons? Has there been like specific um programs where you guys are just shown and debating cons like that?
1: So I actually had my first panel with Anime Sundays. We did our first panel together at uh, BlurCon this year.
0: Oh,
1: nice. Yeah, that was a few months back. But um, yeah, that was the only time we've ever had that happen. How, where we had like an open- go? How the did b- it
0: go?
1: It was, it was amazing. It was yeah. actually, yeah. the the What what shocked me at first was like, I didn't I didn't expect that many people to come, but the room was packed, oh, you my know? God, and it yeah. came to a point where it was like, okay, all right um you know obviously you have like the pre-game jitters you're a little nervous and all oh stuff but you're like you yes, know what yeah. let's just have fun and let's just go through with the end. and, and yeah. it was awesome because at the end we opened up the floor and we gave the mic to the people that oh, you know Oh, so you to allowed
0: speak. people to right.
1: contribute oh right man. yeah and it was it was awesome it was oh just, man just you be-
0: definitely gotta you you gotta keep doing that and uh we gotta bring that idea to canada so can't kick some canada cons man uh, that's yeah. one of my goals too with this podcast it's like yo Some US cons have some wild ideas for like programs and everything. Like, you've got to bring some some up here in like Vancouver and Toronto and Calgary or whatnot. Um, It's been recently the same thing for me. Like, in the last two years before the pandemic, I started getting more freedom into programming. So, Mm -hmm. in 2019, we got to start this thing called anime battle rap. So let me oh. tell you a little bit about that. So it was my idea. I, I don't know if you've ever seen those YouTube kind of like King of the Dot grind time type rap battles. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I used to be I used to be on those. I used to be in like the like the King of the Dots and stuff like that. So okay. I just took my experience on that and I was like, yo, I'm gonna have people cosplay, but then they have two, three months to write their material in, in a cappella battle and really go do research with an 18 and up program and whatnot, and I was Deku, I faced Goku, and instead of like and debating, we're doing a form of like battle Yes, yeah. <laughs> and we had crossover universe ba- battles, and everyone thought it was going to be like, yo, this is going to be so weird, like how are you going to get people to cosplay, like cosplayers don't rap and stuff like that, right, so for the first year, I I invited both cos- uh, rappers that don't cosplay to cosplay for the first time, and cosplayers that never rap. <laughs> and I mixed those two up, and we came up with this program, and it was just like it went so wild, and that's what I've been pitching at cons, and they've been wanting it prior to like um uh the pandemic. So definitely, that's something I want to continue because it it was that's fun. That's amazing, man. Yeah, thank you, dog. And then we're starting this thing called like just anime ciphers, where right? I just have people like with cosplays. If you have like a skill or whatnot, we're just starting a cipher, and that's like the program right after at night or whatnot. So. Yeah, man. That's definitely I know what that feel like. It feels really good when you start a program, a panel like that, and it just goes off from what you expect. So that's, that's dope. Right. That's no, absolutely. That's
1: awesome, man. That's <laughs> that's really, really awesome. Are you coming to anime NYC?
0: Uh, not this year because there's a little border problems, but I okay. definitely was toxic to doing that. Uh maybe it frees up a little bit before November. I got I, I definitely love to, but if not this year, I'm definitely trying to make a. Uh, um what do you call it dream con and some other cons so definitely expo hopefully meet okay. you guys there all your creators out there and network a little bit that'd be really yeah. fun <laughs> absolutely man absolutely yeah. yo for sure all right man so i guess let's uh let, let, let's get to the next part of the show which is the shonen showdown version of uh but th- this is this is kind of in between us because then this is kind of like your format the shonen showdown so i was like a little bit intimidated i was like man he's gonna own me like you know i don't do research like that he's hey so hold on wait you're, you're the
1: mu- you're the <laughs> musician <laughs> but i'm the music so... guy i just remember yeah, that yeah, exactly yeah <laughs> so I think i'm we're definitely going to defer that. to you a lot here <laughs> so
0: so we're definitely going to meet down the middle on uh, on this debate. but. Let's get into it. Donda versus certified lover boy. How do we even mm. start this? Let's let let's construct this. What should we debate first on both? Or should we just give an overall view? What do you think?
1: What should we debate first? All right. So what I'm thinking is we can go by the hits. Mm-hmm. We can talk about what our favorite tracks are on each album. Gotcha. Gotcha. So if I start with Donda, mm-hmm. I'm gonna say off the grid hurricane praise god okay okay mm-hmm. junior part 2 part 2 part 2 okay okay mm-hmm. <laughs> believe what i say and pure souls mm. That's a lot of favorites
0: for 27 tracks. You definitely had yeah. some hits there.
1: Yeah. Th- yeah. That's, those, are, those are things that I think, you know, those are some tracks I can keep running for a very long oh, time. Oh,
0: wait. I was looking at, like, part two. Okay, that's the one with Playboy, Cardi, and Tyler, other side. Okay, that one. Yeah. Definitely, yes. Okay, okay. Th- that's the crazy thing about it. Like, the part one, part two. So, I was like, you think this is, like... Kanye, you know, not being able to fit all the features he wants on certain songs, so let's just make a part two of it and yeah. give him an alternate, give him an alternate kind of a uh, like vibe yeah. for the songs. that's yeah, definitely
1: that's definitely what happened. Which Bro, is like, I,
0: I didn't even know Jail Part Two had Marilyn Manson until I looked up Genius.
1: Did you know yeah. that? <laughs> I, I I didn't I didn't really tap into like the the Jail Part Two because it wasn't even like my hit really yeah. like yeah. The, even yeah. Part One. So yeah, I mean I I definitely heard it. Yeah. So but I didn't probably didn't even recognize that it was him. Yeah. All right. Jail part one for me. Like if we're talking about Donda
0: Okay. Uh, it's, um the ones that stick out is Jail Part One. Because we're gonna talk more about Jay-Z. Yeah. <laughs> like and, that that's, and, and that's and that's that's one of the talking points I actually yeah, want to get into yeah, as well. Yeah, was heavy. Yeah. Um off the grid has to be there because yeah. I think this is the, the the banger from this album that you can take away. It's got the drill kind of like grime vibe and Kanye goes fucking off on that because yeah.
1: <laughs> th- uh, who who is the second verse? And, fa- and Fabio, Fabio Foreign too. Yeah, yeah so was, I thought he went
0: hard, and I'm like, I thought, like, okay, this is one of those songs where um just like Nicki Minaj, I think, in Monster, where like Kanye, you're getting owned on your own song, like you know what I mean. But let him shine, <laughs> sure. But then Kanye goes on that last verse and goes off. So I'm yeah. just like off the grid has to be there for sure. Um, believe what I say, and the, yeah, the Lauren Hill sample. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, yeah. Beautiful. And uh, Heaven and Hell. And like, those are my favorite songs. There's definitely some more highlights, but, you know, with with 27 songs, it's hard to pick sometimes. Um, so do you want to go on before? Do you want to continue with the Donda level or do you want to throw in best songs from Drake?
1: Let's go. Let's go right into CLB. Right? OK, OK. Um, Because CLB is an interesting one, too. First of mm-hmm. all, of, I want to just say that Drake's intros are goaded. Like whenever Drake has an <laughs> intro, an album intro, you know yeah. you're going to hear some 10 out of 10 work. Champagne mm-hmm. Poetry is one of those tracks. Mm-hmm. Crazy, The Beast, which the poetry. soul sample with Miguel, everything was beautiful. The bars, mm-hmm. everything was there. um I got to go with Love All next Love because all. Jay-Z is another beast. Mm-hmm. So we have to respect that as well. TSU, I think is a nice track. TSU. It's very, it's very calm. It's calm, Drizzy. But I think it I think it, I like the beat, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I like the rhythm, I like the flow, so I gotta go with that. Uh no friends in the industry is also yes. a very good track for me. Yeah. 7 a.m. on bridal path.
0: 7 a.m. on bridal
1: path. 7 a.m. on bridal path is heat. I know he was dissing Yay on there, which we'll get into later.
0: Yes, yes, definitely. I like Why Drake
1: not? when he's in his bag. I like the time and the location drinks. The back-to-back yeah. Drake, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, I love that. And then lastly, I got to go with You Only Live Twice with Lil Wayne and Rick Ross. amazing track. We have a lot of
0: uh, similarities, actually, because yes, no friends in the industry, because I was talking about like, that's going in Drake. That's when he's unapologetic Drake, reflection, but unapologetic Drake. Love all for sure. Not only the Jay-Z verse. First off, like I think Jay-Z is outshining both rappers on their own albums. This verse goes so hard man.
1: Exactly, exactly. (laughs) But but that but that's a talking point right there, because which verse are you going with? Are you going with his oh. verse on Donda or CLB?
0: That's hard because, like, okay, so first of all, but the, the reason why I like the the love all with Jay Z in it is it reminded me of kind of like the the thank you or like the take care days of uh, Drake. And then there's one on his first album where Drake Jay Z just shows up. I forget what song. It's one of his first album, but like I can't think of him in my top. But Jay Z shows up on the last verse, and I also felt the same way. Like, yo, Jay Z owned. The verse of this entire album. Right. <laughs> and that's how I'm feeling like in this too. But I don't know. I, I, and you know what it is? It's like it's a reflection. Jay-Z's verse is like a reflection of his relationship with both. I'm gonna have to listen back and back, but what about you? Like uh which verse do you prefer
1: off Jay Z? I love I love I love the Love All verse. I love All verse. I right? love that one. Um I think Jay-Z had a much more uh stronger presence mm-hmm. on Love All versus like his his presence on jail for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm not saying his jail verse was bad. I oh, just no, thought he course was not. Yeah. Yeah. On, j- on jail, verse. he was kind of just chilling. But I love all he came to eat. You know what I'm yeah, saying? For <laughs> so sure, for sure. I love the so,
0: on the on the jail verse, though, I love that he's kind of referencing watch the throne era and all that. Yeah. You know I mean? Yeah. that. So, teasing. So, the movie, oh, man, yeah. I, I got love for both. And then the last song that I really stuck out to me with the uh, the CLB is fair trade with Travis Scott because I just think those two like make absolute hits like, reminder these are the two people that made sicko mode so right. with these two I think that it could have been bigger this fair trade song had it been more of a marketable single I think it's kind of like I feel like it's going under the radar a little bit but it had it been like marketed like sicko mode was and yeah. it wasn't a pandemic it
1: could be a little bigger well, you said it right there for me, yeah. which is why it wasn't one of my hits. It's mm. that these two artists made Sicko Mode the expectation all of a sudden. Yeah. So when I heard Fair Trade, it wasn't like Fair Trade was bad. You were but when you see too. Drake and Travis Scott together, mm-hmm. you're thinking it has to be around Sicko Mode level. Right, and Fair yeah, Trade yeah. was not around Sicko Mode level for me. So I was like, okay, cool. You know, there's certain things when you see, when you see a track list and you start seeing certain features, you know, okay, this song has to be, this song has to be fire. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. if it's not, then, you know?
0: And you know, what's kind of beautiful about the Donda album, now that you mentioned the whole track list, I've been I've been feeling that type of way for so long with hip hop albums because like you get this hip hop albums like that says all the features and stuff like that. Right. And when before prior listening to the song, when you see the feature oh, this was featuring The Weeknd featuring Post Malone, your expectation gets to a certain way because you start comparison comparing to things you've heard previously you've heard previously prior to listen to the song. That's actually what I liked about the Donda album. It's like I was watching it on Spotify, and I'm not reading like Genius or the lyrics or anything. It doesn't say the features, right? So, and yeah. there's lots of features. So when this you hear, it, you're like, "Yo, is that Jay Z? You like yeah. Jay Z? Like you're just so much more <laughs> excited. It's like, oh, that's the right. weekend and the hurricane compared right. to like being told like who's actually on the song. What are your thoughts on that? Like Kanye just hiding that on the credits.
1: <laughs> I, honestly, <laughs> the that list. that for me, that's that's just Ye, man. Ye yeah, is always yeah. trying to find different ways to be more creative. Um, and he's, he's literally like an artist. Like, mm-hmm. I don't even see, like, I feel like Kanye's a, you know, he's a musician that's transcended like mm-hmm. music itself. Like he's, he's like an artist, you know? So mm-hmm. it's kind of like, you know, the, the fully black album cover, like the mm-hmm. intro track, just saying his mother's name, you know, Donda, Donda, Donda. Like that's, that's who Ye is. Like he's there, always There's so many
0: theory about that Donda one. Did, wh- what do you think? I heard theories. That's like Donda was like, it was said. Um, danda was said to how old his yeah mom like was. 58 times like yeah like yeah yeah there, there there has to be something between those things like you know what I mean but then there's also some parts because that 27 track album like I guess we're gonna go into some cons too as, as we've got to some pros like, oh yeah we gotta go in and before we go into some cons I just want to make it clear like uh, listening to both albums um None of it was like a perfect 5 out of 5 for me. Both are kind of like, you know, they're they're good, but they're not their best work for me. It, th- these are not these guys' best work. They've had better, but these both are good. So, I would say before com- going further in the comparison, I would rate both of them like a 3 to 3.5 out of 5. Like they're 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 good but not top tier on each each other's discography. Me, can I Go just ahead. say something? Go
1: ahead, yeah. I don't know if you know or if you've heard Yeah. But there's something that kind of influenced my decision a little bit that's outside of this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm going to bring up that after Drake, for me originally, Drake Mm -hmm. had the win. Mm
0: -hmm. He
1: had the CLB win over Donda for me. Um, He decided to drop a track. It was a leak. Okay. And this leak had Andre 3000 on it Kanye West and Andre 3000 called Life of the Party. Oh, my God. OK, when I heard this song, I was like, I got to listen to Donda again. Mm-hmm. And this song was amazing. This song was a 10 out of 10. this song was an 11 out of 10. Like, it was crazy. Andre 2000, yeah, one like of my two. one of my favorite rappers of all time. Yeah. And yeah. it was ridiculous. Um, Kanye also threw a lot of disses towards Drake on that track. now it wasn't really fitting because Andre 2000's verse was more You know, it was more uh, sentimental. It was more talking about like his mom, how his mom passed away and how Kanye's mom passed away and things like that. So it's more heartfelt. And then Kanye went in there shooting shots at Drake. But he also addressed a lot of things like his political issues and all types of things. And it was a very, very, very good song. I wish it was on Donda because if it was on Donda, Donda would have been way higher on my list. But it forced me to really revisit Donda a second time and a third time. And when Mm. I did, I got to go with Donda. You got to go with Donda, eh? I got to go with Donda. Okay, so this is still hard for
0: me. Like, I feel like I'm switching decisions to to this day. When I talked to you, I was like, this is going to be a good conversation because, you know, the Canadian, the the Toronto side, I'm going to pick Drake because I definitely had Drake going in, right? Yeah. And the more I listen to it, Longevity. I'm going to have to say Donda too for so many reasons. Cause like, and, and this is, this is, this is the argument with it. The reason why I like Drake more upon listening to it is because it's just Drake, like it's Drake giving us more Drake. And that's what I'm looking for. When I hear Drake's dropping an album, you know, I wanted, I wasn't, List, waiting for some. he's not that kind of artist that like he's gonna drop something you know way out the blue so left field and he's gonna force you to think about drake as a new flow he changes it up here and there you know he, he picked up the dance hall vibe you know there's different variety of drake but right. more or less all songs are drake drake you know what yeah. I mean? There yeah. isn't anything out of that. it's it's he's giving you what you're you're asking. So it's like if you're at, if you want you go to McDonald's for a cheeseburger, you're getting a cheeseburger. You're happy. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, don't, that, that, I don't know, like that comparison to me. You know what I mean? Whether the Kanye is going to some wild cuisine that you've never eaten at and just ordering something out of the menu without knowing what it is that's how i feel about kanye albums because you never know what you're gonna get and you could like some of them or it could be a mixed bag maybe you don't like the appetizer but you like the main entree and you know that's definitely the thought that's like going on so it's like a mood like do you want an album where it's just giving you exactly what you're looking for that's drake and like you know how drake is all of this can be can hit the club all the drake songs can be in the club you know what i right. mean all the drake songs on CLB that can be big hits but kanye is like this is a sit at home listen type mood you know right. what i mean so to and me the- it's like i'm still switching because like what is your palette at like where are you feeling like, like listening and with the uh the state of the world is in we ain't really clubbing up in canada at least you know what i mean it's locked down Donda started to hit more this week.
1: Yeah. And, <laughs> I mean, you broke it down beautifully, man. Um, yeah, it, it's it's so true that, like, Donda is it's special. I mm-hmm. mean, I, I know I didn't say earlier because I was just talking about, like, the hit records that I think, yeah. you know, records that would be hits on, on Donda. Yeah. Um, But my favorite track is actually 24 mm-hmm. uh, on Donda. And that one's, like, a track that I can listen to, like, whenever. And it just hits. It, it's, it's a powerful, it's a gospel song. It's very powerful, but, like, You know, it's beautiful. Like, it's Mm -hmm. really, really beautiful. I listen to that song a lot. And I just got to say, like, when I'm listening to CLB, Mm -hmm. like, if I'm not listening to, you know, the intro Champagne Poetry or 7am on Bridal Path, like, Mm -hmm. I'm cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll listen to a song, but, like, there's no song on on CLB that's, like, moving me. You you understand? Like, and and Kanye has records that, he has a couple misses on Donda, I'm not going to lie, but there's records on there that, like, move you, you know, Mm -hmm. like, emotionally, Mm -hmm. and you feel it. Mm-hmm. And um that's why I feel like Donda hits harder, especially after I heard that leak. I don't know why yeah. Drake did that, because yeah. it was looking like a CLB win at first and then and when he dropped that. Changed it, eh? The oh, leak man. the leak made me really revisit Donda mm-hmm. on like a different level. Because I went in at first like I went into it expecting, you know. Oh, i gotta hear some like i gotta hear monster on every track or yeah, something like slapper, that you know kanye all
0: the way yeah. right
1: and, and then when i didn't get it i was like oh this album's trash mm-hmm. but when i actually went back and listened to it again i was like no this album's like way more powerful than i thought it was mm-hmm. and and that's when you know that leak that leak changed it for me
0: and that's the mind of kanye though you know what i mean it's just yeah. like his his albums is definitely like where he is at life and it's a personal reflection with that said, though, like I agree with everything you just pointed out. Um, with some songs really moving you on the Donda compared to CLB, that's just like you are feeling it, but it's not like absolutely moving you. Right. The, the Donda, the problem with Donda is just like if there's so many mixed bag ideas. Some ideas just doesn't work. Like there, some some songs I'm just I just don't think it should be eight minutes long. Like there's some songs that are just yeah. like I, yeah. I feel like this would have been like a ten out of ten. Maybe if we cut it to 16, 17 songs or I, I don't know. Um, there's definitely some questionable decision.
1: It's not all golden, but you know, that's Kanye for you. Um, I, I, I would ask I would ask that once you hear the leak, yeah, is is your decision gonna be the same? Because I, I think no, I backwards? think it may be okay. different.
0: I will note that the leak
1: yeah. might change your mind when you hear yeah. this song. I'm telling you, this was an amazing track that Kanye purposely left off the album because yeah. You know, he felt that like he, his energy wasn't matching 103,000s three thousands so and he probably wanted no one to hear it. And yeah. Drake released it on purpose to kind of throw a jab at Kanye. And when everyone heard it, we were like, this track is way better than anything that was on CLB.
0: Wow. And, <laughs> and it was just yeah. it was just Kanye and uh 30. On 10 Yeah. Right. Oh man. So there's so many things about Donna that's like more interesting that the more you look at it. While Drake is like it's face value. Like, you know, you, right. you get you hear what you hear. Um, it's Drake at face value but then Donda you know as much as I'm saying there's like some questionable decisions like you know like it shouldn't be 27 songs you go into deep like you know there's that song with um, that I just learned with Chris Brown Mm -hmm. and what's expected of a Kanye and Chris Brown song is another club banger you know what I mean like you know something like like that and then it's more of a religious like kind of choir song where it's like I think Chris Brown is actually reflecting on I don't know the whole story but I think um Chris Brown was also also being religious at the time and they talked to each other a lot or whatnot and they decided to make that song together to kind of have a conversation about
1: it but he had like a verse or something that 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 actually was like removed Mm -hmm. that Kanye removed like a verse that Chris Brown had or something like that on there oh so Chris Brown had a full
0: verse on it
1: yeah 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 and it got removed yeah yeah and and he was actually upset about that actually Mm -hmm. um and I know Soldier Boy at one point or another, like he had an, he had a verse on one of the tracks on Donda and it was removed, and he was upset about it. Yeah. So like, not everyone was able to make Donda, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I do you also. I also feel like um, let's go into features a little bit.
0: Yeah. before we go, before we go into features. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, l- now we talked about the hits. We talked about the album, kind of like overall vibe. Um, let's go into some features per se. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm not going to talk about each individual features, but what what I I do think, this is my take on the features, it's like on Donda, it seems to be less about the marketing approach of who to have on the song that will make a good marketability song compared to Drake, because on Donda, one, like he didn't even mention the features on the track list. Like I said, you're supposed to listen to it and you're, you're like hearing his features. But right. everyone is like a lot more like kind of uh, like new rappers, like up and coming artists and stuff. So it and then when they come in the song, like they do really fit the song, you know right. what I mean? Like they feel they fit the dialogue of the song. Whereas in Drake, it's like, you know, it's just kind of like, yo, these are hot features, but you know, like, are they really like for the song like that? Or it's just kind of like what works out. But I do love the features on Drake's album though with without without say because like the Ty Dollar sign. Um what's what's that song that with uh, Rick Ross and um Lil Wayne? Lil Wayne. Dude, that's, that that's what me, I was gonna say. Yeah, that was... gave me um young money like 2010 mixtape vibes. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah, and I love that feature. They were like, they were like reminiscing on like those days too, like, you know. Lil Wayne dropping lollipop and Drake dropping fancy like you also oh, you yeah. fancy huh yeah those, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly so throwback, I'm loving yeah. some of the features in a way that they're just kind of like throwback mixtape vibes and that goes back to my what I was saying about like this Drake album being the cheeseburger because maybe it's not an album album but right. if you're looking for playlist mixtape kind of vibes, like this is the album for you. You know what I mean, Certified Lover Boy. While you know, Donda is more the overall album with the intended features and everything like that. How about you? What are your thoughts in that case with like
1: choosing the right features for each, so- um, each albums? I mean, with you saying this, I gotta think about you know Fabio Foreign, His mm-hmm. verse was stellar on Kanye's yeah. uh, on Kanye's album. Um. Okay, baby nice. keem i, I don't oh, even yeah, know if yeah, you yeah. heard praise
0: god yeah yeah
1: yo baby keem oh my god i don't even know if you listened to his his recent I, album he just dropped dude, i don't even listen to his like solo stuff
0: like i'm, I'm saying like a lot of these oh. features i i'm like i feel like i gotta reach more now yeah baby keem them. just yeah. dropped
1: an album this is kendrick lamar's little cousin oh wow 20 yeah, yeah. 20 yeah. years old he just dropped the album it is fire I'm Say. just putting that out there. It's fine. Okay, okay, I gotta check. All that right, out. back yeah. to yeah, back to Donda and CLB. Baby Kim had an amazing verse. Um, Fabio Four had an amazing verse. Mm-hmm. And the thing that Kanye has is that when people, when Kanye asks somebody to be a part of his album, I mm-hmm. feel like these artists will go the extra mile and give him yes. their best yes. work. Like mm-hmm. you know, they'll sit back and rewrite their verse and go over and over and make sure it's fire because mm-hmm. they're like, all right, Yay asked me whereas drake can get that from some people but then there's also sometimes where you hear certain things that drake's on where i feel like the artist is not really going all out yeah um yeah. And I, that like happened, that. I think there
0: was a Young Thug verse on, on Drake. I, I was just like, I was
1: underwhelmed by it. I was just about to say that. <laughs> yes. I was literally just, you took the words right out of my mouth. So we're, we're, we're yeah, I was just about to say it. the Young Thug verse yeah. was I like- I thought it was going to go harder, yeah. Yeah, and Young Thug is amazing. He's an amazing rapper. Like yeah, a lot of yeah. people were making fun of him when he first came out because they were like, oh, they can't really understand what he's saying. Because I know Slime Season thick...
0: is my shit though. <laughs> right, exactly. He had
1: this thick Atlanta accent and all that stuff. But when you really listen to his lyrics, like Young Thug, it was- like he yeah. a rap for real for real <laughs> so like yeah like i i expected to hear the young thug that was on sacrifices on more life mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and what i got was like young thug like i don't care about this like it's drake whatever and yeah, i was like faded all right. right yeah and, and yeah. you know it just wasn't for me it wasn't for me i need young thug when he's in his bag like sacrifices young thug like on more life that was that was the young thug i was looking for and i didn't get it you know?
0: yeah and then like with, with kanye too it's like I think with Kanye approach as an artist, he ain't he ain't like, okay, this is your you, this is the beat. This is your bar. This is your verse.
1: Mm-hmm. He
0: gives him full freedom. Like some of these guys, like I think it was Favio, Favio, um, going yeah. 34 verses, like 34 bars. Like, you know what I mean? Like he's letting him go off. It's like, yeah. whatever you do, I'll match. Then Kanye, go, that's what I'm saying with off the grid. That's why it's so wild. Because you think Kanye is getting owned in his own song. that Kanye goes another 34. You yeah. Know I mean? so <laughs> he's giving him full freedom. He's like, I'm a, and that's the thing. It's, like, uh, uh, did Kanye pre- Kanye probably produce most of this album, right? Like, oh, Yeah, like most probably, yeah. That's the thing with, like, being your own producers. Like, when you're choosing a feature to your song, you have the ability to change the song to serve that feature so that they'll shine more. You know what I mean? Do whatever you want. I'll change up the beat to how it serves you so that it fits you. Whether in, like, compared to, like, Drake, where it's, like, okay, here. we're st- Okay, th- first of all, with Drake, we're still following the, uh, popular way to release music in 2021 spotify yeah. released a lot like quality quantity over quality definitely that's what we're seeing with like 45 40 you know Chris brown migos albums and stuff like yeah. that right it's like <laughs> let's just see what hits it's kind of like tiktok too right? Let, let, right let's see what hits exactly um, um, so, with, with Drake, it seems like he's still following that kind of pattern, which is fine, you, that, that's what works, that's what's marketable, it, don't fix what isn't broken really, right? right? So it's like, yo, let's release all these songs, let's have all these big features, but like you don't really pass three minutes or anything like that, we're still keeping it short. Kanye here, I think, moving forward longevity-wise, is breaking that into making a non-marketable album especially mm-hmm. for Kanye, like, you know, we're having 88 minutes psychedelic progressive songs. We're chanting <laughs> and like, just all over the place, you know what I mean? Yeah. So if you think about it, like, in, in the long run, this is, how do I put this? I'm an album guy you know what i mean like i'm the days of like disc men of like if i'm gonna put an album on i'm a ride through it so i still kind of get stuck with that like i have playlists here and there but i love listening to an album this is kanye kind of bringing back that album era where like yo as an artist just reflection reflection say how you feel doesn't matter how long like you know put it out there then let people you know perceive it how they want so right. he's going back to this album era where just like yo it's more of a mood like you know the length of the album everything well Drake's still like the, let's get some Spotify singles you know get more streams by like creating short songs features and stuff like that so I think in, in the long run, that this is why I'm starting to gravitate towards Donda, because now you know how, how much of an impact Kanye has to like new rappers, not just rappers, artists itself, right? It's like, if this Donda thing works, which I, I like, you know what I mean, like, I'm, now I'm, I wish Donda goes crazy and sells a lot, then more artists are going to follow this formula where you we might go back to album days rather than streaming single era. So right. that's where I'm hopeful for coming from as a musician that loves still making body of work, like albums that still listen to albums that's where i'm getting the the donda as a win this week that's that's one of my biggest takeaway points for me what are your thoughts on that
1: (laughs) yeah i mean i mean what you're saying is absolutely um absolutely correct because i mean this year was a great year for music just Mm -hmm. all around i Mm -hmm. mean j cole dropped tyler the creator dropped you know what I'm saying? Like all these people, I, I know that Kendrick is probably gonna drop before the year ends. Oh, he's
0: gonna come out of nowhere. And yeah, it's gonna, and it's gonna I'm gonna flip I'm, everything on his head. Yeah,
1: it's gonna yeah. flip everything upside yeah. down. Like, yeah. I'm waiting for K Dot, to be yeah. honest with you. But also, shout outs to J. Cole and the Tyler
0: Creator albums. Like, those go yeah. so hard. They're some of their best. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely, absolutely. And and J. Cole went to go play ball overseas and all this stuff. Like, mm-hmm. they they also had like amazing, amazing projects. So it was a great year for music. Mm-hmm. Um, but I say like Dondo so far was like the one that was, like, the most experimental, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, and that's just Kanye in general. Like, Kanye did listening parties before the album dropped. Who yeah. does that? Nobody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and and he's smart with it, too. He made $12 million and didn't even drop one single nothing yet. Like, yeah. nobody moves like Kanye, and only yeah, Kanye he, can do that, I feel he, like. He
0: flips it. He flips the game on its, like, you know, its head. Like, he changes right. the way that things are marketed, things are released and everything. Like, yep. and he, he changes it, and then artists just follow along basically (laughs) and then so the way that he's doing it i love surprise drops i love experimental ways to to expose music and just this listening party and you know what i mean like that's a cool formula and i wish more artists would take that so in that way like longevity of like what i how i want music to drop that's where i go donna definitely where it's high points like i said there's mixed bags there's some mistakes here and there i feel like it could have been trimmed shorter but the fact that he's experimenting like you'll let him experiment but some days you just want to go to the gym you just want like you just want CLV, like you know what i mean you're not trying yeah. to hear chants uh, <laughs> all the time you know what i mean four minute chance before the song that you actually want to hear so i get it it's it, it's different for for both and there's love on on both sides but uh Strong points of CLB, like I think, I think you got to You saw, you saw CLB as the strong, strong one leading up before this conversation. Like, what right. are your best takeaways from CLB?
1: Seven AM on Bridal Path. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's the strong. Yeah, that's the strong point for me. Um, because, like I said, I love when Drake's in that in his bag. You know, yeah, when he's yeah. going in on a time and location song, we all know that. 4 p.m. on Calabasas, 9 a.m. in uh, 9, yeah, 9 a.m. Ones. in Dallas, yeah. all, all types yeah. of those songs. Like he's always just going Reflection in. Reflection Drake, and you know yeah. what it is. And he spazzed on on, on this one, and he, he was he, he was even dissing Kanye too, and and the disses were fired. Like he was going in, and I love that. So yeah, that's he, when he's I heard doing that, song that a bunch was
0: on the, right. the whole album. Now, I mean, I, let's go into the, the disses a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. before I give you my overall thought on the disses, maybe you know a little bit more background. I know I know some of the beef. I know. I know one of the main things was like kanye leaking drake's address on instagram or something that was the most recent thing yeah Yeah, and then drake i think one of the verses he was speaking on like kanye trying to put a hit on him but he's not bothered or anything like that right what are you who do you have on the this side if this was like you know yeah
1: um so i think it originated because i don't remember if you remember uh the, the song lift yourself you know poopity scoop kanye (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah it originated so that, from that yeah, yeah yeah so that beat was actually supposed to go to uh, supposed to go to Drake mm-hmm. Kanye told Drake that he could have that beat and Drake was excited about it and started writing towards for that beat you know he started writing a song and then Kanye kind of just went crazy and just dropped the song and you know called like Poopity Scoop or whatever and, and Drake took that as disrespect Mm-hmm. So then, this is where everything started between Drake and Kanye, and it just got more and more serious after that. Yeah. Um. And obviously, you know, the whole push a T thing and push a T is part oh, yeah. of, you know, Kanye's yeah, yeah, camp, good music and everything like that. So from there, I think leading into Donda and COB now. When Donda dropped, I didn't really hear too much of Kanye really addressing what was going on with Drake. He was kind mm-hmm. of just chilling. Mm-hmm. Drake, on the other hand, I felt like personally. Was going more in on CLB really for the yeah. attack. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was on the attack. And we heard that on 7 a.m. on Bridal Path. He addressed, you know, Kanye dropping his address and saying, you know, like, I don't even care about that, whatever. Like, I'm not trying to be, you know, fake in front of your face and all mm-hmm. this stuff like that. Like, oh, he addressed everything. And that's when I was like, okay, CLB got it mm-hmm. until I heard the leak. <laughs> mm-hmm. So okay, so until so, I heard the least,
0: this is this, this is gonna be a really interesting part of the conversation. Then, so do you favor Drake going in and actually addressing these things on CLB compared to Kanye kind of just evading it? Like
1: I, I do because mm-hmm. Kanye, Kanye dropping someone's address, mm-hmm. like especially a high, you know super high in the music industry type of guy high a little petty I, th- I thought but yeah yeah you're yeah. dropping the address is that, not that's, like that, some... that's
0: like his family and it's you know it's yeah, safe and that,
1: well-being it's a little that, right that's yeah. that's some that's real that's the real deal you know yeah. so if you're coming with that energy you know keep that energy on that album you know yep. what i'm saying mm-hmm. and and he didn't bring it so everyone was kind of just like okay this is uh, this is a little odd that you would drop his address do all this and then not address anything on his album Mm-hmm. or whatever but drake addressed it on his album so mm-hmm. we knew i was like okay drake at least is paying attention to what's going on and he's mm-hmm. not going to back down mm-hmm. so i was i was with drake on that but mm-hmm. once i heard the leak i was like oh kanye purposely was hiding this from drake because if this dropped i don't know what happens to COB. oh like my- this is how powerful <laughs> this song was to me this is how yeah. powerful this song was
0: word word um Here's my take. I'm kind of on the opposite side on you uh, with this. this Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, (laughs) let's do it. So at first, I was on your side. I was like, "Yo, Drake's going in. Like he's responding to the to the disses. He's responding to everything. He's responding to Push T things that was said about him. He's responding to like broken friendships and stuff like that." Then the more I listened to it, then I thought it was more petty of Drake because because Mm. it's him. You know those people that say things don't bother him and they're like I don't know like I remember Facebook dates. like oh nothing bothers me I'm a tough man I'll keep moving forward but then they say it every day like they're not bothered yeah. you can tell they're really bothered right. that's how I start to feel like Drake like you know the added on like you know the Pusha T beef. Then he had to reveal his son and Scorpion, right? And they, like he had to admit right. it, like yo, I was trying to protect you from the world and stuff like that. And I get that he brings his son up, but yo, he brings his son up like every song, like yo, <laughs> he, he's bringing up the whole like I was trying to hide him. The oh, I go hard, like my I forgot what the, the lyric is. So, like, he's not bothered by that. Oh, he's not bothered by the Kanye thing. Like, I like when Drake goes in. I like the back-to-back Drake. But the repetitive nature of him paying attention to everything that's happened in 2017, 2018 really makes me think he's not over it. Like, he's really trying to, like, you know... Oh, he's uh, not. Yeah, exactly. And I I feel like, to me, it starts to get a little cringy because, like, a man that's not bothered by it Shouldn't have to address it that much. He should just focus on his own moves and just make talk about shit that he's making happen, rather than addressing the drama so much. It got to the point where he was addressing it a little too much for me. But you got
1: to <laughs> you you got to think about where Drake's position is, mm-hmm. right? He was Drake, attacked more definitely, like right. Drake is at the top right now. Right, right. He's the biggest rap artist, biggest hip hop artist in the world right mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. So everybody's coming for his head because they're trying to. I mean, there's no listen. Baby Keem when he dropped, uh, you know, that Family Ties record with Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. You know what did Kendrick say when his verse just started? Smoking on your top five. Why is he saying that? He, Kendrick knows what he's doing already. Yeah. Kendrick already said this before in his control verse. Kendrick is trying started, to show yeah. that he's coming after Drake. So everybody is going after Drake because Drake is the biggest artist in the world. Mm-hmm. So it comes to a point where, I mean, I, I get what you're saying, mm-hmm. but imagine everybody's targeting you. Like, yeah. at some point, like, you're going to have to say, all right, I'm going to have to address this person. I'm going to have to address this person. I'm going to have to address that person. Yeah. And, and uh, obviously he's definitely phased. So him saying he's not phased by it is a lie. Mm-hmm. But, I tell him some slack in the sense that when the whole world is going against you and everybody in the music industry is trying to outperform you and do better than you, Mm -hmm. like it's kind of cool that, like, you
0: gotta hit back. Right. It's kind
1: of cool that he's showing, like, okay, I'm not backing down. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. I kind of get, and I kind of, it's kind of makes like the, you know, the music industry more exciting. It makes yeah, people more yeah. excited for because now everyone's like, oh, I want to listen to Kendrick's album now because Kendrick said, I'm smoking on your top five. So that must mean he's talking about Drake and, and Kanye or whoever and J. Cole and, and stuff the like that. Rivalries so. make it
0: fun. The rivalries right. make it fun. at hip hop Exactly.
1: And it makes it more exciting. So like him responding to it, it shows <laughs> that like, he's not afraid to, to go out there and, you know, and have like a nice little lyrical battle with whoever.
0: Yeah, yeah. But at the same time too, like I, I, I respect that. I could see I could see your point. Like if you're mm-hmm. you're die high high up, you gotta respond that like oh yo, you can you, you're not gonna take the punches, you're gonna punch back. Definitely. Right. I just think the Donda work is like Kanye gets a lot of hit on him too. Like you know what I mean? Like everybody oh, yeah. talks about more and <laughs> not just mute people in the music industry, everywhere, right. you know what I mean? Right ah but the fact that he was just focused on making a body of art for what is about him like his reflection his religion his spiritual well-being his mental health he was just focused on that to create an album and then you know maybe all the extra shit he can create more tracks on it like maybe he can come up with this tracks here and there that he just focused on that rather than drake to me focusing a lot of his energy on it he could have just dropped singles addressing all of it you know okay. what i mean and then yeah. put a little bit more intention in the album itself as a music whole rather than spend a little too much time responding to it i think could have been more uh better for drake in the long run but i definitely see what you mean with like he had to throw that in because he knows that people are going to listen to the album so he he wants to make sure people are hearing it definitely and the thing is is
1: they were they were at a stalemate because Mm. kanye was waiting for drake to drop and drake was waiting for kanye to drop yeah so that's why donna didn't drop for a very long time yeah, and it fi- come to find out, Universal is the one that dropped it. Kanye said he didn't drop it. Who knows? Oh, right,
0: what right. He was, he was but about but that that's
1: song. you know, but that's what it was. So they were battling even before the albums dropped. Mm-hmm. So like, <laughs> so I you know, it's not shocking to me that like Drake would address it on his album. Yeah, um, yeah, I thought Kanye would, but the song that he did address it, it didn't make it. But the leak was amazing. So like, mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. kind of you know. I just have to say that leak changed my mind. Like, that's that's what it was. Man, I gotta I listen to, to that leak over
0: and over and over again. Yeah. Like because I was yeah. like I was definitely going into this with just the albums like yeah. both sides, but yeah.
1: if we do it, it was supposed to like, yeah, yeah, it was supposed yeah. to be on Donda. Like it was supposed I to do so It Donda. is
0: part of the conversation then. It, it's part yeah, of the conversation. Kanye took
1: it off because okay. of it's the, <laughs> it's the OVA. It's the OVA. It's the unreleased exactly. OVA. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. yeah, exactly. That's what it is. So
0: so we got we gotta do this. Mm-hmm. So what comes up on top for both of us? Overall, overall, with everything we just talked about, and it's so hard because I was going back and forth. I'm like, it depends on the days. Yeah. But overall, which one, which one takes it for you? I think I already know. But yeah, overall, <laughs> let's make it official.
1: Overall, Donda, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah.
0: So say it, yeah, yeah. You, I mean, I'll, I'll say it, like you know. I'm a bigger Drake fan, just because I have a history Mm -hmm. with like Drake's music and stuff like that. But if we're going head to head albums in this, I enjoy both. They're tied, they're different. They're different, you know, like if I'm just at the gym, if I'm just chilling, I want background music is definitely, that's the Drake shit. That's a Drake for me. But if I want to sit home, really listen, um, get inspired and hear hungry artists advance their craft. It's yeah. all on Donda, so I think in the long yeah. and the album in me, the me that wants albums and more artists to create more intentional concept albums and more honest albums and less worried about the Spotify hits and singles and the TikTok seconds for the good of hip hop. It's Donda. Yeah, there <laughs> we go. Yeah, so we gotta make that. Well official. said, <laughs> well said. Yeah. Thank you, yo. Showdown showdown. Um, that was a, a great show, man. Like. That thank you for coming in here. Not only talking about your your content creation stuff, like and the, the building your community, but with the hip hop community as well. That that's really the, I didn't know you were so in tune like that. Like I love the conversation we just had on these two. <laughs> Yo,
1: know, appreciate you, man. Appreciate you for having me. This was a lot of fun, man. Yeah, Honestly. for sure. And then
0: maybe yeah. if a if a Kendrick album drop, we gotta have our own episode on a Kendrick hey. album maybe
1: in the future. Hey, listen, <laughs> Listen, listen. I'm I'm waiting for that K Dot album because yeah. if he if he drops, smoking on your top five right now. That means I'm expecting my expectations are already through the roof. So <laughs> end of the year, we we hoping end of the year, K Dot. Um, with Kendrick, you never know.
0: You never but know.
1: But since mm. his cousin just dropped, um, mm. I wouldn't be shocked if we get something in like November, December-ish. I wouldn't be shocked, you know?
0: Sick, sick. So yeah, that that would definitely be an interesting topic, definitely, in Kendrick and then we maybe some J. Cola in the future, but yeah, yeah, keep it hip hop, keep it anime. And uh, thank you Flo Taco Gang for listening. Make sure you check out Shonen Showdown. Uh, the links will be in the description. Check out those YouTube, there's so many debates. Get in on it. It's a fire community and uh, it's, it's a good way to, for even non-big anime fans, it's, it's a good way for you to just jump in and uh, meet not a whole, but, like, you know, like, avoid the gatekeepers. This is a good community, man. I've seen the comments. I've seen the debate. Like, they're very welcoming. Uh, challenges to you. Challenges me as an anime watcher. So check out their stuff. Thank you again, Rob, for coming to the show. Much love to you. <laughs> Appreciate you, man. It's a All lot right. of fun. <laughs> All right, man. Flotaku Gang, thanks for listening. Check out the next episode. Much love, and we out.